0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Endless Sounds Podcast. Which, again, Boys, is brought to you by Manscape, the best of men's but men below the waist. Grooming offers pff, Manscaped, offers pers- 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 persistent engineered tunes for your family tunes. I've mentioned the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligence and functionality, and incredible, comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer, the War 4.0, has now launched all over Europe and features wireless charging, a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, and comes with an additional guard size one to four to fine-tune your trim. And thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, you can now feel confident shaving your balls, fellas. So join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and a free worldwide shipping with the code CELSE at manscaped.com. And the link will be in the description below. And I think it's pretty bad of myself. I don't know that off by heart
1: yet. <laughs> see, just, <laughs> see, just it's a hell of a way it well. My punditry skills, just a touch on that. See you mentioned the guard thing there. That is dynamite. Because I was, I was always nicking myself with other stuff before. Hey, get yourself this yeah. stuff, man. It's brilliant. It's,
0: it is. It is. We were, we were discussing it in the previous podcast. Your favourite uh the old ball chaffer.
1: It's some some gear. Ball chaffer. I <laughs> slap that on every morning there.
2: No longer am oh. how- no I how can it The jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but look,
0: as I always say, we'll keep the show rolling. I'm joined by show regulars, William and Ross. How are you both? Good, mate.
1: Very Good. well. I- Decent performance, and I've it's December now, so I'm getting right into my Lindor <coughs> advent calendar. Life can't get much better, to be honest. Oh, with you. I went all out. Tenner. Tenner. <laughs> Can you hide money, sir? I know. I just didn't put a cupping on at the weekend. That's if you got money, you can't
0: hide it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're recording this fresh off a 1 0 win against Hearts and a packed out paradise. Another sold out. It was great to see the light showing up beforehand, added to the atmosphere. But, William, as we always do, brief some of their game. For me, it was an absolute slabber knocker. Look at that for a big word, eh? I've been trying to come up with words for these types of games. It was dogged, workman like performance, and this does as the list. It was a slabber knocker. First half, it was Celtics game. I felt sorry for the people who do the stats and the passing graphs because selling were just all over the pitch bang, 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 bang. Second half, Hearts come out a bit more, to uh, made a few substitutions, the tactics, and they did look quite dangerous to be fair in, in some parts of that game. And fortunately, we got the goal as well. But it was offside, we have to be honest. But sometimes you need to rub the green. And Celtic are do the rub of the green now, William. And I mean, we did lose three players tonight Welsh, Ralston, and Jada. And the Glasgow Hospital, wherever that's located, is going to be busier than ever it's trying to sort them guys out from the physio team. Your man Tim must have covered some yards on the pitch. But. <laughs> when I seen Jada go down as well, ah, oh, it was just horrendous. But before we um, did all that, how was your feeling in the game?
1: I think you summed it up pretty well there, mate. A game of two halves. I thought first half we were as good as we've been. Um I think the stats we were over 70% possession and seven corners, and I thought we pressed them really well again. Uh I thought Ralston was excellent before he went off again, uh, especially for the goal. Uh Kyogo just walked these socks off all game. He just doesn't stop. I think in the 88th minute, he was tracking, he tracked the guy back right back to the beyond the halfway line. The guy just is like a Duracell bunny. Just doesn't stop, man. Um, second half again started to we were pushing for that second goal and we were just getting caught in the counter a few times. I thought, um, but I thought we defended really well. I thought Starfield had an absolutely superb game. Mm-hmm. Uh, another decent performance. These are the sort of games and the sort of results that win your league titles. It's not all about Thrashing teams and winning 6 0. It's about grinding out these results. Um, I thought we'd done more than enough to win the game. We were by far the better side. And I think, whether it was offside or not, I think the result was the right result in the end. Mm -hmm.
0: I I totally agree that with the amount of play we had, Ross, it was going to come at a point where we're either going to score a bar load or score one. I know that sounds stupid, but that's the type of game it was. And on this podcast, we are quite crap at the score prediction, (laughs) Norman.
2: Horrendous. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I didn't make a prediction, but I wouldn't have said one now. so aye, horrendous. Uh, first of all, can I say, I can't believe you got through the word slobber knocker, but can I say a badder? But hey ho. <laughs> 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 but hey, uh, t- touching on the game itself, sorry, Stephen, that, that'll be the last time I. I Pigeonhole poke you, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, aye, the game itself, uh, I, I think, I oh. well, you and yourself sort of summed it up pretty well. Uh, the first half hour, I thought we played really well. Uh, I think the first 20 minutes, I think, with something like 100 successful passes. Uh, so that tells you a lot about how we were playing in the first half hour of the game. Um, but then, we did not... I can't even. I can't even mind how long it was into the game when we got the goal. Was it about forty minutes or something like? That? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Well, give or take seven minutes, eh? But, <laughs> 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 hey, aye, but I mean, they, they played. As I said, they played really well the first half hour, and then they didn't sort of get that goal. But then, obviously, they got it in thirty-three minutes. But they just kind of. Fell away a wee bit because they, they didn't hear that cutting edge, if you like. And then in the second half, Hearts made a few substitutions, came back into the game. And we, at, at times, midway through the second half, thought we rode our luck a wee bit and we were lucky towards the end when uh, Barry Mackay missed that chance. Uh, that was that was a, a big chance for Hearts, uh, and it would have really been a, a real sore blow to take. But um, we got the 1 0 win. We played really well, as I've said, in the first half. Then we fought away. So you take the 1-0 win. And at the end of the night, it's, it's a bigger than humongous result after the result the Rangers got last night.
0: Yeah, 100%. It keeps the pressure on and we'll have to keep doing that. William, by the way, just on the side you note, know, I had the test coming on me used to. It's the worst <laughs> time of my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <So it's... laughs> Can I just but say, uh, you did a schedule, yeah? Donut. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that sucker for
0: punishment? is not it, William? Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's what I am me right me. now. We used to, but me yeah. I mean, Ross was right to point out. We got that goal on the the ninety-second minute with Kyogo coming at the, the front post. <laughs> I'm we got it on the thirty-third minute. Ralston with a fantastic a fantastic whip ball in. Ah, yeah, it is one each. keep score. <laughs> am coming for you tonight. Ralston, with a, a, a fantastic a fantastic whip ball. And go. He finishes offside, yes it was, fair enough, but rubble the green, William, we've got it. I mean, in the first half especially, the way we were playing, especially the first half in ours, Ross alluded to, it was fantastic. And unfortunately, in the lead-up to that goal, we'll have to talk about as well, Ralston, it looked like he pulled his calf and he had to go off injured. And Joranovic coming at right-back, about the goal and elevates as well, how do you think elevates started
1: at right-back and the goal? Uh, I thought Joranovic was decent. Pretty much like what he's been doing on the left. I think he's mm-hmm. like I, I've said in previous podcast. I think the I think he's a fantastic talent. I honestly think he could play anywhere in the park. I think he's got the technical ability to play in, on the wings in the middle of the park. He's he, he, he's always comfortable on the ball. Takes it in the feet. He's ve- I think he's very much like Kalmack in that regard, where he takes it and he can turn and swivel and play that play another pass off. So I think you could put, put him anywhere, and he's going to do a job for you. Um, everybody knows. That listens in how much a fan I've been of Ralston this year I think I really 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 hope he doesn't it's not too long because again he's made that first goal he's actually been he's, he was actually in the middle of the park and received it first and played it into Forest's feet who then played it out into Rogic and then he's playing the overlap and, and that ball in the front post is just Kyogo just needs to get his foot in it and it's a goal yeah superb goal um, so yeah like you said I, it was another great performance but it is it's a bit of bittersweet when your your boys are dropping like flies, I, thought I was watching a scene in Saving Private Ryan at one point because everybody was just <laughs> just dropping everywhere.
0: I mean, uh, I'm one player as well Ross I want to touch upon, and uh, just rightly said, I've seen all the return as Well, I thought Carl Starfelt was absolutely fun animal, and he was an absolute like just a presence at the back. It was good he came back because Cameron carter figures have missed out due to personal reasons. We all hope all all right, sir, and he comes back soon, but. Unfortunately, as well, it did look like Starfield took a so whether he's going to be fit for Dundee United, it's going to be a wee bit of a concern. But in that game,
2: he was fantastic, wasn't he? Aye, absolutely brilliant, I thought. Um, and before the game started and you see the lineup, you're worried because you're looking at that game the night and you're, you think it's going to be a fairly difficult game. It's, obviously, you're at Parkhead, but the Hearts are a forum team as well. They're close to us in the league. It's a big game. And Starfelt's been out for a number of weeks now And you think he's coming out the cold Into a game like that Where he's, you'll find himself under pressure And the last time he played at Tynecastle Although it was his debut and stuff like that He was found wanting um, So mm. he, he probably could have been going into that game slightly nervous But he, he looked assured, he looked confident And I have to say that uh, John Tomlinson was right all along <laughs> no, don't don't say that. Like,
1: Absolutely distraught. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but William, see as well on Car Starfield he came back from an injury. He was out for three or four weeks, and I mean, probably past plan was to give him sixty or seventy minutes. But the way the game went, he had to do the full ninety, <clears throat> and it just proved the fact as well. I think you're right when you bring up John. He's stuck, bam. He, he's pointed out things that he's done more positive than negative. And me and William, I think we were the ones saying he's. But at the start of his career, he was kind of shy. But he screwed under that role, and he came back to he came back tonight, and he he brought a calm head again, much like figures would have done if he was beside Welsh But I thought Starfelt and wish, wish, wish Welsh played particularly well
1: together. Definitely, I'm. I've been very critical of him this year. Uh, bear in mind, this is just one game. <laughs> He'll probably come in. Oh well, no, I late, late yeah. on a plate for some next week. <laughs> uh, I I thought it was. <laughs> His best he's been game decent a, a few shirt. times, though. He has, he has. He's been, He's been decent. I just, for me, he's just always had that. There's always been like one moment in a game where he he, he would give the ball away and it, it, it creates a chance for the opposition. But tonight he was absolutely colossal. In both boxes, by the way, there's a few corners. He was making a menace, he's selling, getting his, getting his head on the ball. Uh, the aerial threat going forward and, and I, he was, he was superb at the back as well. I thought Welsh was uh, excellent as well. And for me, Calmack was just Ugh. again again covering every blade of grass. There was a couple of counter attacks that he stopped, and he was just everywhere tonight again. Absolute colossal, just a, a captain's performance. See, for me, the last two matches Aberdeen <clears> as well. I thought he was man of the match. I thought he was tonight yeah. again. Uh, I, I, but uh, yeah, Starfelt was absolutely superb. Definitely his best game in a Celtic shirt.
0: 100%. And another thing I noticed as well, the just sort of quick thing, he's starting to play the ball. Upfield instead of kind of turning on himself and playing the safe pass was is good to see. So Pasta Coglu's Memphis is getting through to him. But you bring up Cal Mack, and we did discuss him on the last podcast at, at Lamb for us. But again, he's a guy that you just have to keep speaking about. There was a point in the second half where I think maybe before the Mackay chance, if you can remember it. the ball just went through the box and one of our players shot, but he blocked it. He was there as a centre-back, basically, blocking the shot, and he got up and cheered the tackle as if to say, come on, guys, get stuck in. And that's the type of guy that Carl McGregor is for something at the moment. He's the, the
2: guy that drives him. And it's just it's, it's refreshing to see a player put that much effort in, isn't it? Uh, aye. He, he gives everything every single game. Even last season, when things weren't really going well, he, you could see... That meant everything to him uh, On the park He was still trying like a bear It wasn't coming off He didn't have a great season like the rest It doesn't help that everybody round about you is having a nightmare But even in interviews Last season You could tell he was he was gutted he, mm-hmm. And you could see his demeanour And the way he spoke and all that he, he, he didn't have answers And he, he was gutted that he couldn't give the fans answers As to how we were playing And he's been given that We've said it before, he's been given that captain role and he's just grown into it and he's been immense for the minute he was given the armband and he's just not looked back. It, I another fabulous performance tonight. And then obviously within the game, we lost three players' injury and most <coughs> noticeably
0: uh William, Felipe Jada just running, he pulls up and that looks a bad one to me. Looks like he's probably pulled his hamstring. Hopefully hopefully it's not a fool to her. But when you lose him, and you bring on Meggie Johnson. We're going to speak about Meggie Johnson here, lads. And oh, Jesus, for man. me.
1: <laughs> that is a massive drop off in quality, isn't it? Uh, he was dreadful tonight. I mean, I'm not I'm I've not really bashed him before, but um tonight it just nothing was coming off for him. I don't think he made I don't think he made one complete pass. I don't think he beat a player. Um, that chance he should score he should bust the net all day. He's he's about six yards wide, he's hit it as well. Um Jota's gonna be a ma- I really hope he's not out for long. Um he's in the in the past six, eight weeks he's been by far our best player. know um easily our most creative player. Uh there's been games where he's took it by the scruff of the neck and uh, like much like we're talking about Kalmak he leads leads by example and Gets the crowd going and and uh, he would he would be massive. So hopefully hopefully it's not a bad one. Uh, like you say, it's I was when I was what I was watching the game with my dad and I said like when <coughs> they were all dropping like flies and then Starfelt went down. But I wasn't. I was like no Starfelt. He's been kicked. I don't, like the other mm-hmm. three have actually went down there like with like, nobody around them, muscle injury. Uh, so it doesn't look great. So hopefully hopefully none of them are too bad. I say, Mickey Johnson and Ross
0: takes a big drink of water. <laughs> we all know what's coming <laughs> next. No, Straight like... vodka, is it now? <laughs> I mean, Jada. We've all talked about him as fantastic. The way he plays, five goals in five games leading up to the game tonight, and even in flashes tonight. Although he wasn't probably at his best. He probably admit that himself. Most Celtic fans would. He's one of these guys you keep on the pitch, Ross, as long as you can, because he can make that difference. Mickey Johnson, come on. And we actually spoke about this the, lab po- the last podcast when, when we were on. Like, I brought it up in terms of the massive drop drop off and quality. And you've definitely seen that tonight. And Mikey Johnson, albeit he's come through to you, Frankson, there's been a few games in the past where he's lit it up. He scored some fantastic goals. But tonight he just looked about two yards off the pace, didn't
2: he? I don't know. I wrote a short story about Mikey Johnson during the game. <laughs> Mikey Johnson isn't good enough for Celtic, the end. <laughs> That's it. He's, he's not good enough. He, he, he's had enough chances now for me. I know he's had injuries. He's too lightweight. He, a seven. he's too lightweight. People must have told him that. I mean, I'm a wee guy, but, like, you can bulk up a bit. He's not made any effort to bulk up. He's not changed. His body's not developed in any way, shape or form if he broke into the team. So, for me, like, he's been out injured. Okay, can he do... I'm not fully aware of what his injuries were But I'm sure he can do some upper body work when, when you're out injured And try and bolt yourself up a bit And make yourself that bit stronger It looks to me like he's done none of that I, I just mm-hmm. don't think He's I don't think the commitment's there I don't know if he's it's, it's difficult to judge a guy I don't know if his head's in the right place he's all, I mean I've, I've never been a football player I've never been through A long term injury but I dare say mentally it can be quite Draining um, But You either go one way or the other uh, In terms of like Still Like pushing yourself on Wanting to get to that next level And he's not done it For me it sounds harsh And I don't like to have a go at the guy But I, I just don't think He's got a future at Celtic any longer When you look at Like you've said you look at the drop off if you want to have Jota on the team, of course he's going to be the first choice, but then you need your second choice to be. He's never. It's very rare that your second choice is going to be as good as your first choice, clearly. But you want it to be as as near as damned. And Mikey Johnson's a million, million miles off of where Jota is. And that can't be the guy. I said it the night in the chat when, when he went off, I said put Forrest out there and bring a bad on before I would bring Mikey Johnston on Mm -hmm. all day long but he's went with Mikey Johnston again, I I don't know if he's seen things in training he's maybe doing stuff in training to to make Ange keep putting him in there but for me if if you've not got a if Jota's out I, I put Forrest out there all day long every day so well, if, by the way, it's you... a
1: good point with the the whole uh, lightweight thing. Like it was the same thing with Ryan Christie and Rogers punted him out. And tell, him to, tell him to him to get mm-hmm. tell him to bulk up. Tell him to get stronger and fitter, and that's exactly what he done. But he, Mickey Johnson's just a he's a twiglet, isn't he? Aye. I feel like he. I feel like every time he comes on as well, he looks like he's just trying far too hard. It seems like everything is about. It's, it's like it's like it's like tense and like anxious, rather than just just going I think it's freedom going in and
2: I, I mean I think as well like he's probably mentally, like said. He's, sorry Steve
0: he's probably he's probably mentally thinking I don't want to get injured again I don't want to get injured again so he's trying to lay the ball off quickly and stuff like that but again as a professional footballer I mean you look at him with all sorts of players dropping confidence about the most recent example he's going to pick himself back up again we're all pretty certain about that Mickey Johnson hasn't, as you said, Ross, hasn't really took that next step. And on a bigger level, you bring up um, Ryan Christie going to Aberdeen, look at James Madison going to Aberdeen and then look at him now for Leicester mm-hmm. City. Do you know what I mean? He went and done that learning curve experience, got bulked up, played Scottish football, and now he's probably one of the best number 10s in the Premier League on his day. So, Maggie Townsend, There's examples for him to follow and just unfortunately he hasn't quite grasped that, like, took that opportunity. And, and as you said, Ross, I'll come to yourself and if there's, do you think in a case going forward if if, he, if it's a bad turn, he's out for six or seven weeks. Is it the case of Forrest going to the
1: left and the batter to the right and Cool go for the middle? I definitely that's what I would go with. A hundred percent. If it frustrates the life out of me because Angie's style should suit Johnson's game. Yeah. He's all about wingers and and, and and speed and attacking fullbacks and getting balls into the box, and that's what Mickey Johnson's built for. But he's just not shown it. Uh, I, for me, I would definitely go. Forest and the bad on the wings if if Jot is out um uh, for a while. That's that's definitely the way I would go. Fingers crossed is isn't though, eh? Yeah. I know. And
0: then obviously know. that brings in the question for January. Some squad depth is definitely needed, and that was definitely evident tonight as well. And he's we always spoke like, of he's,
1: him. he's still got the go option. I know I know we all hate it and we don't want it to happen, but he's all he's, he's still got the option putting Kyogo in the left and, and playing oh. one of the I would like to see a bit more of Giamatis. I Marcus, agree I with that, Well, yeah. So, I mean, and see this, see the sort of style we play. Like, And I'm in no way saying that Kyogo shouldn't play through the middle. He's our number one striker by a country mile. His movement's unbelievable, and he's our number one striker and should be playing there 99.9% of the time. But in that team with that style of play, Big Geo should be scoring goals for fun. If we're getting out to the wingers and we're getting balls in the box and set plays and we've got Turnbull who's... Can put it on a fifty pence piece. Um, he sh- he should be scoring goals for fun. Uh, so I'd like to see a bit more of him if we can. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: I... And, 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 a name that kept coming to my head. That's going to be another year Yarzik moment here, fellas. So Strap yourselves in. <laughs> we, we're we're, talk- we're talking about obviously strikers, <laughs> strikers <laughs> with like a, an aerial presence. And I turned to McGrath the night and said to him, "This would be a perfect game for likes of remember Yan Vinegar Hassling. Just bang." He would have been on the end of probably 90% of them balls into the box leading up to their goals. Do you know what I mean? That's the type of player we're missing. And as you rightly said, Yakimakis, Makis, whatever way you want to call him. He's unfortunately been injured. Most of his time he's been at Celtic and never really had a chance. Um here's hoping he does come in into the squad and, and does a job for us. But because it's going to be important that was a couple of January in the games and stuff. But we we'll speak about misses, Ross and James Forrest, for me missed two sitters. The first the, this the first one. On replay, yes, it shows that Craig Gordon's punched the ball into his foot. Obviously, it rebounded off him. He didn't quite control it. That's went past the net. But the second moment he got laid in, I was like, "Oh, he, I've never seen someone telegraph a finish so much in all my life." To be honest, what was your opinion
2: on his misses? I'm actually trying to remember the second one. It's totally slipped my mind.
1: Kyogo played the one, and he was one on one with yeah. Gordon, and he saved it with his foot. Uh, aye,
2: aye, aye, aye Just you comes, You're sitting You're sitting to me there and I'm going oh, I can't imagine that second chance <laughs> aye, aye Aye, he's got to score, aye. Of course he has, he's one and one with the keeper Maybe he's got too much time to think about it But uh, the first one I think, when they say it's a sitter As such, uh, you say That yourself, it, Gordon's got that You see it in the replay, he's got He's got like a touch When he's stretching Gordon, but then just before Forrest makes connection, he gets another touch again, like that's totally unexpected, and it pushes it towards Forrest's like sort of foot shin, and it just rebounds off him and hits the post. So you can't really legislate for that. It's, you you probably have to say it's good goalkeeping by Gordon because it's slightly, maybe not as good, but slightly similar to the save that Joe Hart made uh, last Thursday, and. Well I mean Wally had a go at that The Leverkusen striker for that He's got to Like just take Wait the keeper, the keeper. I, I think Where that Isn't near similar With the Forest one Is He's not got that opportunity To wipe out the keeper He thinks he's just going to Put that in And Gordon gets An abnormal touch really Because It, it, it doesn't go the way you expect it You expect it to Shoot away to the side But he actually Knocks it towards Forest. So uh, he probably should take one and the other one you can't really legislate for the way it rebound rebounds off him. What about yourself, William?
1: What about myself? Should he score? In terms of the
0: in terms <laughs> of the misses, yeah.
1: Uh first one, uh I think it's are talking about Susan there. <laughs> <laughs> uh first one first one, uh, i like no nah, I, I think Ross is bang on. Second one he's got to score all day long. If he lifts it. If he lifts the ball rather mm-hmm. than playing along a deck, it's, it's a goal all day. By the way, can yeah. we, need to, we need to talk about... I don't know if you're going to go on there, but you hate to talk about Big Tom. Oh, my, I back And he was absolutely electric again. Another one <clears> just standard. back injury and There was points in the game that I thought the Hearts players were it was an addition for the WWE because he's just skinning them and they're all trying to grapple him to the ground. He's that, he's just Aye. that good. His feet are just, it, I don't know. See when he retires, he should go on strictly because he's winning it. <laughs> need bother. The
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, honestly, I totally
2: agree with you. Like I was sitting there, like sometimes you look at him, he, he doesn't look like a strong guy, but he's strength and durability. Like, at times, is near limits. Like while he says they were trying to like wrestle him in the ground, and yeah. he, he he just kept going. He, he stayed on his feet, and I, I was sitting there like, "Can Ivan Drago in Rocky Four? He's not <laughs> human. He is like a piece of iron." <laughs> it's Unbelievable. <laughs> see, well,
1: see, uh see, as a as a as a unit as well. Like I'm a massive David Turnbull fan. I think he's he's unbelievable player, but in the number ten. We are s- s- such a better free-flowing attacking football side with, with Rogic in that mm-hmm. position. And uh, nice. uh, it's just uh, like Turnbull can't take the ball on feet when he's back to goal and spin three mm-hmm. men and take two or three men out the game and play a pass like mm-hmm. Rogic does. And uh, he's just magic for me. Absolutely, It's magic. great
2: to watch. It's great to watch when he
0: does it. My favourite thing is when he takes the ball in the half turn. I-, I love it because he just gets his body in the position. Between him and the, the defender, and he just spins him, plays a free ball or whatever. He plays it out way. He's he's an absolutely sublime player. And I think, mm-hmm. as you said, number ten should be his Turnbull's playing slightly deeper. Mm-hmm. McGregor playing the number six. I think that's probably how he wants to go going forward. Another thing as well. I mean, with finish with like with a back four of Jurelovic, Beaton, Starfelt, and Montgomery. Now, if injuries go bad and they go south, and the like the likes of Fickers is out for. Three weeks for personal reasons. Obviously, don't know what that is. A game of wishing well. Um, Welsh has went off of an injury and Ralston. Would you be confident getting into these hectic schedules, William, with that back four?
1: Um, yes, and no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, like, I think that I think they're still like that back four is good enough to win most games, I think. Um, but the way we play it's not a coincidence that these guys are going down with muscle injuries because we're yeah. such a high intensive pressing game we play um, a few more injuries and we might be um, lacking I don't think we've got have we got any other centre-halves? not, have we? You, you're a Gede. Oh yeah you're a we can maybe put Liam Shaw in midfield <laughs> Bring back Liam Shaw <laughs> Free the Shaw
2: Aye <laughs> 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 but on, on the on
0: the back four, you always take me down some road somewhere. On the back <laughs> four, Ross, in terms of obviously I mean, William's right, there's internationals in that back four, you're on top player for Croatia, Beaton, captain for Israel, Starfeld starts for Sweden. You should be confident enough, but we've seen it all too many times. And I thought, especially in the second half, hardstead caused problems towards the last ten minutes of that game. For me, like looking at the next ten games, we can't really afford to drop points, and it's just a bit we a bit iffy with that back four, isn't it?
2: Well, of course, it, it's not your. It's not your first choice, but we're, we're assuming that Carter Vickers is going to be out for more than one game here. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Juranovic <laughs> on the right, I'm happy with. I thought I think Ralston's been brilliant, but he's come he's come on the right hand side The tonight, and it's it's not changed any really. In uh, an actual fact, I felt that. Obviously that's his preferred position And I felt He looked more comfortable there In my opinion uh, And even right down to the point Where he got a shot off With his right foot <laughs> yes, I've never seen him good. In the left back position Getting in that position And getting a shot away I know he blamed it over the bar But I've never seen him Getting a, a shot away In the left back position And he was played, played there the night For I don't know Best part of an hour And he, he got in a position to get a shot off again he didn't score but by the by but, uh, Montgomery I thought came in and done alright the night uh, I would again not long term but I would be okay and for the next maybe three games, four games I can't even mind exactly who we're playing uh, but domestically I think we can get by uh, but and then you've got starfield and beaton who i think domestically again can get us get get by and get us through but it's not our preferred choice obviously but i i still think we gonna who, who do we play next in the league Dundee United Dundee United at Tannadice Dundee yeah, yeah. I still think going there with that back four you, you you would still fancy us to win because of the firepower we've got um I'm not saying we would keep a clean sheet, but <laughs> I w- I would still fancy us to win with the firepower we've got. Uh so again, like with validity, we need to add to the squad. It's yeah. evident and especially when they're dropping like flies tonight. It's like a blinking episode episode of casualty on a Saturday night. <laughs> uh, but I what's with the
1: latest with my, what's the latest with scales? <sighs>
0: God, I, don't know, I have man. no idea. No idea.
1: Because he can play both centre half and left back, can't he? He can. Yeah, a, he a, can he? <laughs> uh, uh, he can. Yeah, he can.
0: That's not why he's he, not getting put in. As far as we all know, Hickey Post he the hasn't said he has not fit. It's just one of them things again. He signed and he probably won't get much of a look in. And that's just the way it is. It's mm-hmm. again just a waste of money for me. Unless he comes good, which again I'll be made to eat my words like he always have. But look, mm-hmm. we we cover every aspect of the game, William, and that includes the good and the bad, and there was unfortunately some bad things at the corner of the Green Brigade tonight. And Brian McKay got over to hit the 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 corner kick, not once but twice. Got objects for it and The second time looked like a, a full battle of party had got chucked and hit him hit him on the back. It's, again, it's not needed, is it?
1: No, there are there are a lot of energy drinks out there as well by the folks. I'm not sponsored Ooh. by them, so don't go out and buy it. Um, oh, what's manscaped. Don't worry. <laughs> Eh, uh, ah, it's just nonsense again, isn't it? I and mean, I mean, we've talked about them a lot on this on this pod before and they do so much good, they really do. But it's these sort of stupid things that that's that hit the back pages, not the good stuff. So it just gives us a bad rep. Some short right enough. I thought it was Phil the Power Taylor in the crowd. <laughs> I can see it was super, <laughs> but and it was every time we went over, it's just you're sitting with your head in your hands just thinking, for God's sake. Just like I say, that's the stuff that hits the back pages, not the good stuff. So um, yeah, just nonsense. Cut it out. No exactly,
0: Ross. And again, it'll probably result in another thing and hopefully not any stadium closures or anything like that because we, we definitely don't need that. And that's what the <clears> games We need every fan, every supporter behind the team. Seeing it on the TV, obviously... I don't know if Barry McKay, I'm not making any excuse, winded winded him up at one point of the game, but he didn't annoy me. He's not like an ex-Ranger player who gets on my nerves and there's plenty out there. He's just, Barry McKay. (laughs) That's that's all he is to me. And I don't know why they took issue with him. And even if they did take issue, just shout at him, chant at him, like they always usually do. But throwing battles and throwing
2: objects is just uncalled for. Aye. I I mean, it does not matter if it's Barry McKay or Chris Boyd. You just shouldn't Mm. throw stuff at a player on the pitch. As much as a half brick would they for Chris <laughs> Boyd you, you, you're, you're not going to do it <laughs> <Well>. it's, it's, <laughs> that's how I feel <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, again it's just bringing shame on the club and it just makes it makes the whole support look daft because as they always do the media and whoever else will tar us all with the same brush Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, yes, what, that's it's, it's no that's needed.
1: The, that's the sort of thing that frustrates the life out of me as a Celtic fan. And it's from from the outside and people that, that have no interest in football, when it comes to Celtic and the Rangers, it's everything's about sectarianism or abuse or just all that sort of stuff. And us the majority as football fans, we just love our football and we love our club and we want to watch, we want to watch the games and and it annoys life out of me because the common theme or whatever people from the outside think is that's what it's all about and it's not we love football and we love our club we're <laughs> no interest in any of that and that's the sort of stuff that brings out the repute and it frustrates the life out of me mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree and I think we all echo with the podcast, don't be doing super stuff like that lads and continue what you're doing, all the good stuff and keep that up but just cut it all out in terms of throwing objects and things like that. It's just not needed around Celtic Park. And look, we'll move on, obviously, to the weekend's game that Ross didn't even know was happening.
2: but <laughs> We're playing <on> the United. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I couldn't be we're, got... we're,
1: we're actually all going to watch it together, I Sunday. know.
2: I, I just totally <laughs> forgot. I've got the big Kerrydale sweet Christmas podcast night out on my mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we might
0: not see the game, to be fair. I will. Well, uh, well. That, that's, that could be... A sketchy one, don't worry about that. But like, we're, <laughs> we're playing um Dundee United at Tandyce, William. And I mean, the storm apparently wrecked one of their stands. And it was a bit if touch and go if it would go ahead, but Dundee United have confirmed that it will go ahead. But one of their stands will be closed. I don't know if that affects the away support. Not quite sure yeah, the name of
1: but... the stand, so uh, so it's the away stand. Yeah, yeah. that'll be closed. Uh, right, so well. I think they mentioned it in the game tonight that there's going to be um, some away fans. That I'm, I'm going to have to get a ticket so you can even bust or son. So. Yeah, so obviously the, the allocation
0: of the away support will be down. But getting into the game, obviously, off the back of this victory, a couple of hard-fought wins. Dundee and I, they drew one each of Ross County, and then they'd lost one other to Motherwell in their last game. They're not in good form themselves. I mean, plenty of people rave about their manager, Tam Courts, to say he's, he's a good tactician. The early form was good in the league. They've got an ex-Selton, Charlie Mulgrew, all that kind of thing. But how are you feeling into the, the
1: game? I think it'll be much the same as the last two games. I think, Um, like you said, they've had a good start. Uh, They've not been great going forward, but they've been shutting up shop at the back. So I think it'll be similar to uh, this game, the Hearts game and the Aberdeen game. I think we'll we'll have to break them down. But I don't see them causing us too much threat going forward. I actually watched their game on Tuesday night against Motherwell and they didn't didn't look up to much at all. So... um, Saying that they've, I think they've been quite inconsistent all year, so that they, they can they can turn up on the day and uh, and do the business. But I think we'll be more capable of breaking them down and and getting getting another one, another three points, and keep trying to put the pressure up on uh, their neighbours.
0: I take it William, that was the game that Tony Watt scored that fantastic goal, was it? What uh-huh. a goal, by the way? You see it. I seen it, aye, but I didn't oh. realize who they were playing until aye. I actually spoke it out there in my mouth. Aye,
2: <laughs> He's the top scorer know. in the league, they know, by nah. the way.
0: Nah. I don't know. He is. Would you take him? Nah. In a
2: fight?
0: No. <laughs> <Back> <laughs> at, why are you always wanting to fight people, man? Back
1: gets sadly. By the way, Motherwell played them on the left wing on uh, Tuesday night as well and he, was, he worked his socks off, so uh, I think he's maybe got to a point in his life where he's actually cut out all the nonsense outside of football, and he's, he's concentrating on the football, and it's obviously paying dividends.
2: Uh, he's, it looks like he's found these—like so, a kind of place, mother of uh, my mother, uh. my yeah. But, I mean, talk about Dundee <laughs> again,
0: Ross, they're fourth on the table, so fourth best team in terms of form at the moment, and <clears throat> leg standing as well. Got some good players in their team. I think William's right. The script of the game will always go. Certainly, they'll have possession, tail off after 30 minutes, bit of a ding dong, and there'll be probably a single goal in it. That's the way it probably is going to go, isn't
2: it? Well, it really depends if, if Celtic are more clinical than they were the night. If, if they start off like they started the night and they're more clinical, it, it could be a comfortable day. If they don't take their chances early, then that's when it starts to get a bit more difficult and then Dundee United start coming back into the game so if Celtic start in the front foot like they usually do they need to be clinical in that first 20 minutes in every game domestically and if they are they'll blow teams away most of the time but if they're not that's when they start to struggle and that's when I was going to say found wanting no found wanting because they're the night they weren't found wanting they got over the line Uh, so I I every single game I think how it's going to go you could say about any game of football really hinges on the first 20 minutes uh, mm, and if Celtic yeah, are clinical in, in the first 20 minutes, half an hour it takes the game away for lesser teams so yeah. that's what I've, we I need th- to I've, do I think we'll possibly could affect
0: the game as well, if, if Yada is out and you're having the sweat. if Maggie Johnson plays if, oh, just, I hope not again that depends on who the fella, but I mean uh, geez, look for your hands there, Ross. <laughs> no. But I will say before, on, line up the score predictions. Everyone knows now, it's, it's well out there, we've been invited and take part in the Celtic State of Mind Charlie Weekender over the 4th and 5th of December. So this weekend coming, this goes out on the Friday, so the day after and the Sunday. And fellas, you were involved in are we recording for a show for the Celtic State of Mind guys. Anthony hosting,
2: Franny, <laughs> William and Ross yourself. How was it? It was really good mate, Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it I thought Anthony had done a stellar job Taking the reins and sitting in your seat So to speak Uh, And it was really good to go over A season A old and reminisce And actually think back to when Life used to be good when you were 18 (laughs) And yourself, <laughs> William, did you enjoy the, the wee uh, special we've done
1: for the Southeast of the Men, guys? I did. I uh, really, really, really appreciate him having us on. And um, it's, all, it's all for a great cause. So, guys, if you're watching, get get on it at the weekend. And I know it's Christmas time, but uh, even a couple of quid, just try and donate because it's for a great cause. But with, with regards to the pod, it was absolutely superb. It's gone down memory lane like uh, uh, Ross was saying there. Back to the good times. I know I don't look old enough because it was 20 years ago, but uh, it was incredible. What are you laughing at? As as the light shines (laughs) off his head. That that camera's HD, by the way, and there's not a blemish on there. Um, (laughs) Going back and talking about that team, which um, was... The, the best in, in our, our lifetime for me. So uh, it was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. And obviously the viewers will know, William, recently you've had a new style in your, your podcast. You've been in a bunker secret location and you've actually decorated the bunker with some nice flags behind there But just to let you guys know who are listening and watching, these flags appeared first on the Celtic State of Mind special that we done. So that's a wee bit of M the South podcast <laughs> trivia for you all for the, the <laughs> quiz we have planned soon. But again, guys, <laughs> Get into the, the weekend's game. Obviously, 9-up and score actually, as we always do, Ross. Now, come to yourself for it first.
2: Uh, Line-up-wise, again, like we've touched on, it's it's all going to hinge on the next couple of days and what the news comes out, who's going to be fit, who's going to be not. I, I think it's fair to say that it looks like Joe has a hamstring injury, so I don't think he'll be fit. Um, Carter Fickers, you don't know. But we the knowledge I've got the now, then you would have to say heart and goals, star felt beat very, on. Be, very limited knowledge, Ross. Uh, <laughs> whoo,
1: shots fired, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> that'll be 2-1, is it? Uh, I think it could be, aye.
2: <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, aye, well played. <laughs> um, so I heart and goals I think um, I'll go Juranovic on the right Montgomery left Starfield and Beaton And then eh, Rogic, Turnbull, McGregor Forrest on the left Kyogo And Abada And Adama. Um, Adaba <laughs> 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 I'm going to go 3-1
1: Celtic. Oof. 3-1. Go ahead. Well, what about you? I think it'll be barring the injuries, I think it'll be the exact same team that Ross has just said. Uh purely like us now now that now that Roggits, well, you know me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now that Rogic is back, I'd like to see us playing a bit more. Like I know what us to get out to the wings. It's funny that we're sitting talking about that. I and mean, it's it's about hitting the wings. And Kyogos our number one. And we're talking about how like a target man like a Jan Venegor Hessel would be perfect in this. And we've got a five foot nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's built like a twiglet up front. And that's who and he's our number one striker. It's bonkers. Uh I think the Rogic on the team now driving for that midfield. I'd love to see us trying to play in between with Kyogre's movement, in between one of the full backs in the centre half, if he's getting in there and just and just slipping him in more trying to get one one on one with the keeper. So um I think Rogic is going to be Massive coming back.
0: Uh mm-hmm. I, I think we'll win 2-0. Ooh, 2-0. Nice one. I'm going to go Hart, Uranovich, Starfelt, Thickers. Hopefully he's back. Montgomery. Going to go James McCarthy to come back in with Rodzick and McGregor. Up top, Abada, Kyogo and Forrest. I think it's pretty, you can pick itself when you get them injuries like Do you know what I mean? Um, Score prediction? I'll go two one. Sadly, I think it'll be a tight game, and I think there'll be goals on both ends. I can't imagine Dundee United will sit back the whole game, especially being a tandy. So, want to give their fans something to shout about. So, two one, I'll go for. But in terms of the show, fellas, that's us finished. But we'll move on to the quiz, which I've really badly prepared in my own head here. So this
2: could go horribly wrong. or really in your good in my head. Oh, in my head. How, how do we even know the answer? How do we know the answers are right that you've got in your head? I don't even know the answers <laughs> so I'm, I'm asking you guys <laughs> That's what I was saying
1: <laughs> Is that a Uni right. special?
0: Oh That could be one That could be one 100%. Oh, <laughs> Right let's go for it Obviously five questions first to three Who won the most recent Ballon d'Or Messi 1-0
1: Messi.
0: <laughs> Who's <laughs> Celtic's number 8 Kyogo. one Hi. each. Three <laughs> players from the offensive for
2: something that new were they? what? What did you um, say? Ralston, what you Ralston, uh, Jota, and Jota, and Welsh. Two one.
1: I didn't even hear what you fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> this is another. Right, you ready?
0: You ready? Uh-huh.
1: Aye. Don't speak. Hearts to have a former.
0: Hard, hard to have a former Celtic goalkeeper who it? Jay Gordon, 3-1, Ross. Man. Boom. Okay. For for me, for me, for me in my own head, I'm actually pretty proud of myself. I was I was a bit, a bit shaky there. I was hoping you weren't going to keep going and going. So I'm glad Ross cleaned up there. And obviously for the people who are listening to us as well, just subscribe, hit the bell. notify for go lives Totally free. <laughs> we're building a subscriber base, and hopefully people are enjoying it because we're really enjoying it too. And fellas. Next on our agenda is the, the Christmas night out of the
2: carry deal suite. Are you looking forward to that one? Oh, I am. Hold, hold me back. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Three piece suit, Three piece and an overnighter with the boys. God almighty. Could oh. they
0: like me, me and William spooning. Looking forward I mean, to that.
1: This may be the last yeah. time you see me on this podcast, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I might not make it <laughs> out alive. <laughs>
0: But to the people as well, get stuck into the Celtics of the Minds, Harley Weekender. All the proceeds go to the St Mary's Mm -hmm. Paris who help families in poverty, which again, we spoke about this before, shouldn't be happening in this day and age. But just get on it. Donate what you can and look out for your own, as they say. So until we speak again, stay well and keep safe. Hail, hail.